Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. Merry Christmas. I hope that everybody had a happy Christmas. This is Monday after, so uh, I hope that you guys had a wonderful Christmas, and I hope that you continue to have a wonderful holiday season. I am very excited about the guest that I have on this week with me. It is Thrash. He is a wrestler out of the Oklahoma area. I had a lot of fun talking with him. We have a lot in common when it comes to music and things like that, and I was very excited to talk with him. We kind of get into metal and other things like that as well, and we even do a little bit of our favorite um, metal Christmas songs as well in this episode. I am very excited for you guys to hear this one, and for those of you who are here just to hear the Big Metal Thrash episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes we have here as well. So, if you're as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey dad. So where did you actually train at? I made a really good career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had a punch me face. I wasn't about to call you dad, so. <laughs> Seriously? I felt like I was in an anime or something. People get really mad at those videos. For some reason, like it triggers really? certain people. Yeah. Bloop. Wow. I was actually lost as an infant, and I was taken in by a traveling group of independent wrestlers. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited for this one. Bro! Get punched in the face all the daily. Do you always do these interviews with your shirt off? <laughs> what? Man, this guy won't shut up. Okay, before I get started, you ever had a design in mind and you wanted to put it on a shirt or a hat or a cup, but you just didn't know who to go to? Well, come on over to R&L Designs, where they make all of your custom needs come true. They make custom hats, they make custom shirts, they make custom mugs, they even do the tumblers and the glass mugs as well. They do key fobs even. They have great prices, and they have a reasonable turnaround time. If you need anything custom, these are the people that you need to hit up today. You can find them on Facebook, and that is at R&L Designs. You can also find them on Instagram at R&L Designs19. They have a Facebook page. They have an Instagram page. They update it regularly with new products. You can also message them if you have something in mind. Hit them up today for all of your custom needs. Give them a like. Give them a follow. All right, everybody. So today I have with me a Oklahoma-based wrestler that I have actually seen perform once um, on my very first show that I ever went to. Uh, he is part of the Villains. He wrestles for Wrestling for a Cause, and I am very excited to have him on tonight. He is the big metal monster thrash. Man, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm uh, excited to get to talk with you. So am I. This this is actually going to be really interesting. It's my first podcast I've ever done. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I will tell you, you came uh, heavily um, 
asked uh, whenever I, I was talking to Tim one day and he was like, you need to get thrash on there. He would be a really good one to have. I was like, okay, yeah. And I, you know, I'd been thinking about it and everything. And then when he said that, I was like, I'm going to do it now instead of waiting until later, I'm going to get him on now. I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how did you actually come up with the name thrash uh, for Ooh. your wrestling name? That's a, uh, that's an interesting story. Okay. Um, so back when I first started, I was not known as Thrash. Okay. I was known as Jesse Pantera. I think I saw that. <laughs> and this is a bit of a story, but basically I had my first match. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Terry Pantera, he uh, he didn't care for that. He was quite upset. Oh. So one day I go to an MMA fight that my trainer at the time was having. Uh-huh. And I found out that Terry was running the sound. Uh-huh. So I went up to him, introduced myself, told him who I was, and he, you know, took a step back and was like, oh, you know, it's you. And I was like, yeah, I was like, look, man, <laughs> I was like, look, it's not me that picked the name. Yeah. Uh, that was just given to me. I'm just doing as I was told. And he's like, oh, OK. And I was like, to be truthful, I, I want to do something completely different. I want a different name. Like, if there's any way you could help me get it changed i'd appreciate that yeah he's like yeah sure so we got him down to the uh, venue and we did this little angle about where he you know he came out and cut this promo about how there's this punk kid walking around with his name and all this and i go out there and i jump him <laughs> and then uh <laughs> later that night he comes out and reverses it on me and jumps me beats me up with a kendo stick oh gosh but basically puts me in a sleeper hold with a kendo stick and is like, got a microphone up to my mouth as well. And is like, is your name Jesse Pantera? And I'm sitting there screaming, no. He goes, what is your name? And I was like, it's thrash, thrash. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That, that's a yeah, crazy so, way to get the name. <laughs> that's how the name was born. <laughs> so is a kendo stick as bad as they say it is getting hit with? Oh man, they staying really, really good. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I, I've heard they can get pretty, uh, pretty rough. Yeah, uh, kendo sticks, man, they'll get real rough. They'll slice you open too, because uh, one guy hit me with one on the back, but mm -hmm. it like I don't know if like how he hit me or if like the kendo stick just wrapped around, but it caught the back of my arm and just sliced my arm open. Mm, that, yeah, that I'm cringing over here just thinking about that. <laughs> You guys have to be pretty tough to be able to do what you guys do. Oh, for sure. It's it's not for somebody that can't physically take a beating. Right. So, so how did you actually get into wrestling? Ah, when I was a little kid, um, my father put on WCW. Mm -hmm. And we were a WCW household. And I had never watched wrestling in my life, never heard about it or anything. And he turned on WCW, and I see this big guy. Kevin Nash okay. walking down the ring and he starts beating everybody up, power bombing everybody. And I turn around and look at my dad. I'm like, what is this? And he starts telling me it's pro wrestling. And I was like, this is amazing. And he tells me that like that moment right there, I looked at him and I was like, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. So it was like, ever since I've seen it, that's all I've ever loved. So where did you train at? Um, so it all it first started out in Bristow, Oklahoma. 
underneath Brandon Groom. Okay. And I was with him for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And I still needed a lot to work on. A lot of green was still on me. Yeah. And uh, Paul Puerto Rico came by and he helped me out with a lot of stuff. But um, I really, I like to give the thanks to who really helped me. I think the most was Tim, Tim mm -hmm. Rockwell. Mm -hmm. And he, I mean, he stuck by my side and he's really helped me understand. He's really helped me understand the psychology side of things and, and like breaks everything down for me all the time. He, you know, he's like, think of it like this or this, you know, he just, he's really helped me understand psychology wise. And he's also helped me physically wise in the ring. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, Tim's a good guy. I've uh, oh, he's a great guy. I've had quite uh, a couple conversations with him, and I always uh, walk away feeling better after I've talked to him. So you know, he's he's a really awesome dude. Yeah, he will. He is the kind of guy that will give you the shirt off his back, mm -hmm. and then go and find you a blanket. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of guy he is. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did start a uh, wrestling company that is a charity, you know? So, I mean, yes. that does say something right there. You know, he's in it to help people for sure. For sure, man. I, that's, that's all he constantly thinks about. He's become a, a real good friend lately and that's yeah. all I ever see him thinking about. So, right. So where do you draw inspiration from when it comes to your character, whether that be um, your wrestling style or your promo style even? Um, so my first, well, my favorite wrestler first off is big van Vader. Okay. And I like to kind of work a lot like him uh -huh. and I'm also a huge triple H fan. So I kind of like to take his intensity as well. Okay. So I try to work, work like Vader intense, like triple H. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, I also, uh, heavy metal kind of comes into play in a lot of that, you know, with its yes. intensity and its loudness and everything. Mm -hmm. So Vader, Triple H, and heavy metal. <laughs> I mean, that's a good combination. Uh, you, come right? up with, you come up with a, uh, a really awesome character, you know? I mean, uh, I enjoyed, like I said, I've got to see you wrestle once, and I did enjoy that. Um, I believe that you were, it, you were doing the villain's gimmick, and it was with uh, Tim. And I think that... At this show, it had uh, Red James was with you guys as well. And um, I think it might have been uh, Stephen Caballero was with you guys as well. Which show? It was the Bentonville show in March. Um, it was at the Benton County Fairgrounds. Oh, okay. I remember this one. It was, yeah. did it have that tall walkway straight to the ring? Yes, it did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, that, that was a fun show. And like I said, that was my first ever rest, uh, independent wrestling show I had ever been to. Um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cool that I get to be somebody's like first experience at a wrestling show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the thing was, is I, so I don't remember what the exact date was that uh, I think it was like March 8th or something like that is when that show was. And then I recorded my first episode of this podcast on march 11th i believe it was and released it and i said on that episode i was like man it'd be really cool to get some of those wrestlers that i saw at that show on my podcast 
<laughs> and at that time, I didn't know what this show was going to be. It was just, I, I was just grasping it. You know, I could do this or I could do that. I just know I want to do this, you know? And so it's really cool that now I'm sitting here talking to you and you were one of the wrestlers that I saw at that show that I was talking about. That's really cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it's crazy how things end up that way. It, it really is. Life is uh, full of surprises. For sure. So do you have any other hobbies that you like to do? Um, I am a bit of a gamer. I am a PC gamer. Okay. <laughs> so I have a quite a nice little build that I've made. Oh, you built um, your own? Yeah. Yeah, that that that's time intensive right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and money intensive as well. <laughs> yes, very much so. My uh, daughter uh, is a PC gamer. So yeah, I... I... I know how that goes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, wrestling takes a lot of my time, mm-hmm. which is completely fine. So it's either just, you know, the uh, going to work or going to wrestling. So, yeah, I, I, I get that. You know, um, you've uh, got your things that you're passionate about, and uh, that's usually what takes up most of the time. What kind of games yeah. do you like to play? Um, I'm mainly somebody that likes to play a lot of shooters, you know, like your typicals like Call of Duty. I'm a huge uh, fan of a game called Hunt Showdown. Okay. It's like based in the late 1800s of Louisiana, and you've got all these like zombies and stuff you have to deal with, and you have to go collect a bounty, and there's like other players out there that you have to worry about as well. But it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I've never heard of that game, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll have to check that out. We're becoming more and more of a gaming household my my son is my console gamer and my daughter is definitely my pc gamer so that's cool yeah they uh they've got some pretty pretty cool stuff i i I can say this my kids do listen to the show and everything uh so i can say this now Uh, i have one side uh, my daughter likes your newer game consoles and things like that when she does play console and my son likes to go retro so yeah this year um she wanted a um series s nice i just got a series x oh did you yeah (laughs) yeah and my son wanted a 64 oh my first game yeah yeah and so we were lucky enough to be able to find one of each for them this year um we got really good deals on it and uh I'm very excited because now I get to do both sides of it with my kids. That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool. That's, yeah. And 64 is probably one of the best systems ever made. Oh, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, I started him, I started him out on the um, GameCube though. Um, I asked and everybody's like, yeah, GameCube's probably your best one. Looking back, though, I think it might have been the 64 would have been a better bet because those discs in the GameCube are so temperamental. Mm-hmm. They they stop working <laughs> if you look at them wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm uh, but I'm very excited to get to play that with him. I got the Super Smash Brothers game and then uh, she's going to get the Call of Duty and stuff because she likes the shooting games and stuff. So I'll get to play some of that with her. So I'm very excited for christmas <laughs> and it's just it stuff like that I'm excited for about. you i know <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, 
that's the good part about having the uh, kids that are starting to grow up. You get to enjoy the stuff as well. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when exactly was it that you started in wrestling? I know that uh, you, you told me that you um, trained with, with Brandon oh, groom and yeah. stuff. Uh, when was it that you started? Um, November 19th, about five years ago. Okay. So, well, and I, so I started training a couple months before that, but my debut was in November about five years ago. So that was a tag match, wasn't it? Uh, yes, it was, um, me and my partner who was no longer around. (laughs) Okay. And, um, it was, uh, uh, El Gringo Loco and Elijah Sparks. And, uh, that match is still up on YouTube. Okay. And, uh, it's it's um it's pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna put it out there like that. It's it's pretty tough to watch, <laughs> but it's it's great to watch because I can be like, I've really come a long way in these five years. Yeah, you can see your progress. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The um, uh, it's funny, you know, because I know a lot of people. They've said things like that. You know, uh, go back and looking at my matches when I first started. And, I was terrible. <laughs> yeah, nobody but, you know, uh, definitely starts out good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, do you have a favorite match of yours? You know, I was just sitting there thinking that the other day, or at least my favorite matches of this year. Mm-hmm. And one comes to mind, and it was down in Metroplex Wrestling. It was with Wesley Crane. Okay. I don't know if you've seen him wrestle yet. Uh, not in person no okay well he's insane <laughs> and but he <laughs> he puts on such a fun match uh-huh. and he wants to just do the craziest things yeah and 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 of course i'm down because i'm just as crazy as him but that is probably one of the most fun matches i've ever had and uh you know other matches like with like luke langley and mm-hmm. dutch hagan those are always fun too yeah you had a did you have a triple threat uh recently with luke langley it, i think it was in the last year or so wasn't it it was uh oh. luke langley and tommy dean i believe that you had one with um no i don't i don't think so i've, I've had so many that it's hard to remember all okay. but like i did have a fatal four-way recently with luke langley uh wesley crane and dutch hagen okay okay yeah i think i uh that was for the for the title wasn't it yes okay and uh, is that when is that when dutch got it yes okay he uh he picked me up and threw me through a table oh (laughs) that sounds like a lot of fun (laughs) oh man it it was a blast man (laughs) yeah i i know uh it's funny because i had um the ice man on here and it's funny talking to wrestlers because they'll be like, man, I got knocked out. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So another thing on here uh, that I, I, I know about you is, like you said before, you're a metal fan. Yeah. So um, but who are some of your um, what was your band that got you into metal? Um, wrestling, believe it or not, kind of helped me with it. Okay. With with Triple H um, coming out to Motorhead. I always liked that. And 
my dad also helped me with it and he you know showed me like black sabbath and ozzy mm-hmm. and he even took me to my first concert which was ozzy osbourne oh cool and uh triple h coming out to motorhead like really i was like oh man this is cool i want to hear more of this and i found more motorhead and i was like this is really cool i want <laughs> more of this and then i kept finding more heavier and more and heavier and it just kept progressing until it steamrolled and i just found death metal and it just got extreme and more extreme <laughs> that's usually the way it goes i think that's kind of the way it was me i started out with metallica yeah and uh it just kind of progressed from there to where uh, there's some bands you don't even uh, Normal people, you don't want to tell them the name of some of the bands that you listen to because they wouldn't get it, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I have some bands that I'm just like, I don't even know if I want to tell you this band's name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, you know, it's bad whenever even my wife cringes at some of it. She's like, no, you, don't tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest thing, though. It's just like there's the shock on their face when you tell them like, hey, you asked. <laughs> yep. Um, I had uh, an episode recently uh with uh Ivan Warsaw and um I Michael St. James was here as well and I was talking to them about it. Metal for me it screams when I can't. Yeah. And that's the big thing for me is it's it's important to me because it it helps whenever I like Sam at work. And somebody is driving me insane. Well, I can't just you know, freak out and scream at him, or I shouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think HR would care for that. No, probably not. <laughs> and uh, so I can just throw on my headphones and you know maybe listen to some Mashuga or something to uh, calm uh, me down. Mashuga's so, great. I love Mashuga. Um, one of my favorite ones though is a Monomarth. They're probably one of my all-time favorite <laughs> metal bands such a great band <laughs> and i know you went and saw them recently in concert yes my third time seeing them really yep that's cool yeah that the is... first time was in oklahoma city uh-huh and they uh had sabaton and skeleton witch opening up for them okay uh the second time was in denver colorado with grand magus uh, at the gates and arch enemy arch enemy is wonderful too oh dude and they are so amazing live like, are they like, like better than the records like they just like upscale their records so much and michael amott's guitar playing is, he's just a god when it comes to that <laughs> uh, yeah that that would be one that i would love to see because i mean i've seen videos of like their concerts and they look like they put on a killer show. But oh, man, you got to catch that. Yeah. Um, the closest thing I have for concerts for me is the uh, Walmart amp. So I, they've had a few cool shows there. Like I think they had Lamb of God one year and uh, we've had corn. But besides that, I don't think we've really had that. I think Megadeth came there um, with uh, Lamb of God. But we haven't had any really good concerts there. Um, I've actually seen Lamb of God before. Okay. And they did a wall of death. Oh, uh, 
during it, right? And uh-huh. imagine you know what that is, where you know two yeah. sides split up and they come running at each other. Yeah. Well, when they ran at each other and they all got mushed together, they got stuck and they weren't going anywhere. Oh no. And I looked at my buddy that was with me and I was like, yo, watch this. I came up behind it and just pushed like five people <laughs> and the entire thing fell. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I've never seen somebody knock over a mosh pit. Well, you're you're the metal monster, man. I mean, right? That's, that's what you're there <laughs> for, right? So Yeah. <laughs> So the most recent one that you went to, uh, I think I saw a couple other uh, people that I know from wrestling who were there with you. Uh, one, in fact, was Luke Langley. I did not realize he yeah. was such a big metal fan until Dude, I started following him on Facebook. Neither did I. He is an undercover metalhead. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing shows with him since almost since I've started. Uh-huh. And we didn't really ever talk. Yeah. We really didn't start talking until I started coming to WFC shows. Okay. And one day I think he was like, Hey man, you really like heavy metal, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, man, I, I like some, I like like Iron Maiden and stuff like that. He goes, we should uh, chat about metal sometime. And I was like, dude, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and we started chatting. He goes, well, I definitely am not as going to know as much as you. <laughs> so we started chatting uh-huh. and he's dropping all these names. And I'm like, I thought you didn't know that much. I was like, <laughs> No more than you realize. Yeah, but yeah, he's like an undercover metalhead, and he's one of those ones that knows. Like he goes in depth researching whenever he likes something. Oh I've yeah, noticed. he'll so, listen to the whole discography and everything. Which I'll do the same thing as well. But he'll go do the whole discography. He'll write a paragraph on it and send it to me, and then he'll put it on Facebook as well. That's yeah. real cool. I love that dedication. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's really cool. Uh, And I know he had said something to me about this because I had him. He was actually the first wrestler that I had on my show. Um, And that was months ago. And after we were done, he had talked about you guys had actually talked about doing a podcast together to talk about metal and stuff. Uh, Are are you all still planning on doing that? Uh, So we've actually recorded a handful of episodes. Uh huh. Um. But I've had some corrupted file things going on, so I'm I'm ah. working on that right now. Yeah, I've gotten them all pretty much fixed, but I think we're wanting to also kind of like switch it up and do video cameras as well. I got you, and and get more topics going as well. So yeah, I'm in the process of uh, I'm researching to find out what I need to do to switch over to doing video myself um, because I do have stuff up on YouTube but it's just audio. So nobody wants to watch that or listen yeah, to that. No. So Cause I've like, listened oh, to okay. a couple of your episodes, but I listen to them on Spotify. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Spotify is been pretty great. Um, the majority of my listeners though, come from Podbean. So um, it'll be interesting to be able to get that other side of it in there to see like what I can get on YouTube as well, because hopefully, you know, uh, I, I just want this to grow. So, uh, yeah, no, I understand the whole wanting to do video as well, because it does open up a lot more things that you can do with your show. Yeah. I also feel like people like to have that face to be able to connect right. with you, you know, even I, though they could just come to a wrestling show and see me, but right. I don't know. Sometimes people want to l- watch you talk. Yeah. I, I, I don't so. think people want to see my face though. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, got one of those radio faces. I definitely do. Everybody says I got a, <laughs> I've got a good voice, you know, for radio, but I probably have the face to match it. So, yeah. you do, you do have a good voice. You could like be a commentator or something in wrestling. You know, I've thought about it, and uh, I uh, there was somebody that posted something that was looking for a commentator uh, for wrestling recently. I don't remember who it was. Oh, I seen that, and I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and so I sent them a message, and I they said they would like somebody with experience. And I said, this podcasting count. And they're like, sorry, no, that doesn't count. And I was like, Oh, okay. It was worth the shot, you know, but yeah, yeah I, I, I would be in, I would definitely be uh, interested in doing something like that. Um, I love wrestling, anything to do with wrestling, you know, in fact, that's the reason why 80% of my podcast is wrestling is because I love it so much. So yeah, I would love to do something like that. That'd be really cool to see you do that. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have a favorite opponent? A favorite opponent? Mm-hmm. I think I have several. Okay. Um, Jason Jones, for one. Yeah. Um, especially out in Arkansas, Harrison, Arkansas. Like, those people out there love Jason to death. Oh, for sure. And anytime I go out there to work with him, it, 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 they're just going to be going crazy for him and they're just going to be yelling and dropping all kinds of F-bombs at me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and they'll just, you know, you just get all the heat in the world yeah. working with Jason Jones. And, and it's always just a blast working with him. It's just a good little story, storytelling with him. Right. Um, I would say uh, another one would be Paul Puerto Rico. Okay. Uh, you know, he kind of helped train me at the beginning mm-hmm. and I've worked him so many times and it's always a blast doing it, but I've, I've worked him so many times that I feel like I could do it blindfolded. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but th- those two would probably be my main two, you know, okay. like maybe like an honorable mention would probably be like Luke Langley because his creativity is, is really out of this world. So yeah. like, so you, you tell him a couple of things and he'll just be like, how about this and this? And you go out there and you'll have a crazy five-star match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His match that I saw. So uh, his was the main event in that first show. And I think him versus Duke Cornell is I what was going to cem- say it was Duke Cornell. Yes. I think that cemented my, okay, I really like this and I want to know more about this. Um, after that match was over and that's not saying that the other matches on the card weren't good too because they were um in fact uh, there was uh, i've had just about everybody from that show on my podcast now i think there's only like one or two maybe that i haven't um and eventually i do plan on having everybody on there um so you know it's but that match that he had with Duke, duke cornell was uh uh top tier you know i i was more entertained by the stuff i saw there than i was on a lot of what i see on tv nowadays um and i I enjoy the stuff that's on tv but i I enjoyed this more yeah for sure i've uh i'm with you there like the stuff on tv is great i could be wrong but like going to an indie shows to me a lot better because it's just a lot more personal yes yeah so well, it, you know, I think there's more passion too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, they're not, they don't have the whole like, I'm making a big contract, big money kind of ego. 
right in their head going yet so they've still yeah. got that drive they still have all that passion and everything yeah and I, I don't know. I, I just prefer the indie shows over the big shows. Yeah. If I was going to attend one as a fan, that's where you would find me. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that too. Um, going back to one person that you mentioned, uh, Jason Jones, uh, I know that you put out there today, some of the goals that you have uh, for 2023. And one of them was to get gold in WFC. And uh, Jason Jones actually had a comment on there saying yeah. uh, you, that you couldn't take his uh, uh, WFC prime titles from him. So uh, any thoughts on that? Okay. You know, he said, uh, uh, I didn't stand a chance. Uh huh. You know, that's kind of what everybody has always told me my whole life. I'll, you know, it's a whole, you'll never succeed at anything. Yep. Well, I've always proved them wrong. So to me, Jason Jones put a target on him. So in this near future at WFC, I will find a way to get a match with him. And I will challenge him for that title. Awesome. I promise you that. <laughs> I will. I, I would love to see that. Um, I love to see you wrestle again in the near future because I think it would be a lot of fun. Um, I enjoy talking with you and maybe, you know, we could, talk more even then uh and then also on top of that i love seeing jason wrestle as well i've had him on the show um i i think you guys would have a great match oh yeah man we always put a put a killer show on so one thing that i did tell you on why i wanted to bring you on the uh on this time um we've talked about you being a metal fan and i actually have a list here um and i know talking to you before we started you said that you might not have the full list there as well, but I thought it would be fun for us to talk about our top five favorite Christmas metal songs. Um, and I realized after I sent that to you that I didn't know as many as I thought I did. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> let everybody know out there real quick that Thrash is a little bit of a Grinch when it comes to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that he's not the biggest fan of it. All right. But um, I might not have a top five, but I'll try to throw some out there that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. So um, so the first one I have on my list is uh, the song Jingle Balls by Korn. <laughs> That's what I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just one that I always remembered. That was one of the ones that I did know. Um, because I've always been a huge fan of corn and yeah. uh, especially their older stuff. I, I think I enjoy their older stuff more than I do some of their newer. And that's not saying I don't like their new stuff because it, they're just a great band all around. But um, yeah, jingle balls was one that uh, first one that came to mind for me. So <laughs> um, I really like the song run run rudolph uh it says it's by lemmy i don't know if it's actually with the whole motorhead crew okay but it's real old school rock and roll like <laughs> can't get more rock and roll than lemmy sometimes but, oh yeah lemmy's the yeah, best that, man I, oh man he he really was he uh he puts on a killer show live too yeah um and, dude he just sits there and it was one of the first times i think i had actually realized that he didn't play guitar he played the bass guitar yeah you know and he's up there just playing away singing and it 
dude, I would have loved to have seen him live. Oh but, man, he yeah. he was great, and I met him for like a split two seconds. Oh really? Yeah, so that was real cool. That I uh, a little jealous there. <laughs> I was I was seeing Slayer, and Motorhead was one of the openers, and oh. it was an outdoor show, and I got sunburnt because it was in the middle of July. In ah. Oklahoma, it was like 112 degrees out, and there was no shade anywhere. And this guy, dude, this guy comes up to me. And he's like, "Man, you look like a lobster." And I was like, "Thanks." And he goes, "Follow me." And I was like, "Well, I was never always told to never follow a stranger, but whatever. I'm an adult <laughs> now. I can make these bad choices." <laughs> <laughs> so I followed said man, and he had this special pass. Uh huh. And it um got me like access to the side of the stage there was like this little vip section mm-hmm. but then like it got me on the stage so like i was right there right behind slayer listening to them as they're playing and like oh, wow i turned to my side and there's lemmy and i just kind of was like oh do i do i say something do i not like uh-huh. is it disrespectful like what i was like ah screw it i'm gonna do it anyways <laughs> so i was like let me just kind of yelled his name and he looked over at me and he just walked up to me and was just like enjoy the show mike right to me <laughs> that's cool <laughs> and I was like yeah so cool shook his hand and he just like said some other stuff to me his his uh accent was so thick it was very hard to understand him yeah he walked on and wow. he had like five women with him so <laughs> five that sounds like lemmy five women yeah. with him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um did, have you ever been to rocklahoma i have not you haven't see i've been wanting to go to that my brother always is like oh we should go to rocklahoma he went like the very first year that it opened and everything and i would they've had some pretty cool bands that have been there and i would love to go see it that first year, I believe, was like what everybody says was their best lineup. Right. Yeah. I know uh, my brother went there. He he's a big Primus fan, so he uh, uh, enjoyed having to get to see them there. Oh uh, yeah, Primus makes some weird music. <laughs> <laughs> That's I love them too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love all kinds of music, right? And and Primus is great. They make some interesting tunes. They do. <laughs> For sure. Okay, so going back to some of the other songs that I have on here, <laughs> um, do you like August Burns Red? Um, I've heard a couple of their songs. Uh, I've never actually sat down enough to say whether I like them or not. Yeah, but how do you feel about metalcore? Do you like it? I like some of it. I, I'm a huge fan of Kill Switch Engage. They are the best. Are yes, you? I... Uh, which which version do you like? Do you like the Howard uh... version? or jesse or jesse that's that's a hard question i'm gonna be truthful i love them both yeah Uh, but i'm probably gonna have to say howard yep yep because they both sing great don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. and they both have great like range on their screaming vocals and everything but man when howard would just sing he had such a strong yeah power behind it man yeah and and that's kind of where jesse lacks in my opinion yeah um i i loved his clean vocals too they were so beautiful when they came through you know um but they're probably i think in fact i made a list just in case it came up of my favorite metal bands 
and they're the first one on my list is Kill Switch Engage. Nice. Have yeah. you seen it live? I have not, but I've heard that if you close your eyes, they sound just as good as they do on their CD. But, yep, 100%. <laughs> I've seen them live. They sound great. <laughs> I've heard that about two bands, and it's funny because they're probably two of they're in they're both in my top five and that's them and seven dust oh cool i say i've never seen seven dust but yeah i do like them so seven dust is one of those that they have a style and they never changed it and it worked for them and it yeah. they just keep coming out with amazing albums every time i think I don't. I can't think of an album or of theirs that I can't just sit there and listen to all the way through. Uh, I, I can just play it and never have to skip anything. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it, it it's just great, greatly made music for sure. I think, um, especially the time where they came out of. You know, I think it was perfect timing uh-huh. for that era. And uh, I feel like a lot of bands have been inspired off of Seven Dust yes. and have like formed their sound around the Seven Dust sound. Yeah. Well, they went there for a while where they didn't have any new uh, music that came out. And then I think it was the mid 2000s. They started coming out with music again. And then they've come out with like two or three new albums in the last few years. And uh, it, it, it's still just killer music. But yeah, they definitely have influenced a whole generation's worth of music for sure so as i was saying um august burns red they have and they have christmas albums out but the cool thing about theirs is is it's instrumental so it's okay. just metal instrumental music and it's really good and uh one of them is it's the most wonderful time of the year i i really <laughs> like that one that's uh, that's great i'll it, have to it, actually look that up later <laughs> <laughs> and there's another one by them uh and it's uh so you know the song last christmas by wham yeah okay so it's that but it's instrumental and it it was really good uh, that's probably my favorite one by them have you do you know who alex terrible is i do he did a last christmas cover but it was like it's very short okay and it's it's, it's not like it's not like heavy like slaughter to prevail or anything but it's, yeah it's just like little cutesy music, if I remember correctly, and it's like him doing his vocals. It's really more comical than anything, and I think he's holding an AK-47 through the whole thing. <laughs> that's very Alex Terrible-like, too. So yeah. <laughs> that's great. I, I, I am a big fan of Slaughter to Prevail. Um, cool. <laughs> I have played them a bunch, and my son is very much a metalhead because I, I put him in the car, and that's what I play. It's, that's just That's what we roll with and uh one of his right that's right uh one of his big ones that he likes though is brand of sacrifice okay cool i I like some of their tunes yeah um he his he likes uh they have a song called eclipse and then they have another one called uh lifeblood i think is the one that those are his two favorite ones by them but they're really good and i found them because i was listening to slaughter to prevail and it was like a suggested you might like this too. That's cool. I've I've actually found a lot of bands that way. Like, especially when I first started, uh-huh. like you know those like I I I'm a music buyer as well. I love to go buy my albums and every in CDs. Yeah, and I I still do. And I I don't just buy to collect. I'm not a hipster about it. I go and actually <laughs> listen to them as well. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh. 
those like those stickers that they would put on the CDs and the wax would uh. say for fans if you like blah 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 or whatever or you know if you like this check out these other bands on the label right. so you check that out and then of course like you know going to record stores all the time people will be like hey we got this um huge swedish death metal compilation cd and you want it <laughs> of course i want that <laughs> did you ever get into like norwegian black metal or anything like that oh yeah oh did yeah you? man I'm, I'm i'm into all of the uh, all metal so okay i i like i got into them a little bit and i found I found that because of Cradle of Filth. Um, whenever I found, I started listening to them a little bit, and then it was like, hmm, okay, well, what about this? And I was like, oh, and it's so different and unique sounding. And I'm sure everybody listening to us is probably getting scared of us now because <laughs> what we're talking about. It's very, uh, it's very raw and cold. It is uh, guitars. Um, have you seen the movie Lords of Chaos? I have. I was just about to bring that up. In fact, okay. Uh, um, that's that's first off. The story with that is is pretty spot on. Yeah, I know there's some Hollywood things going on in it, but right. You know that's that's basically the beginnings of the whole black metal thing. And uh, well, and from what I hear, he actually did that, like burying his clothes. Yes, and, he actually did. <laughs> and you know the the dead cat and everything he would do stuff like that it's a he was very dedicated to his craft and his way of doing it yes it was a very interesting craft but he was dedicated to it yes um i I don't know how healthy that was um Um, well it didn't end well so (laughs) no it did not um but that is a good movie and uh it took me a few days to watch it um just because i was really busy but every time yeah. i would come back i was just like oh my god i i can't believe this is happening so it's um, it's a lot that happens <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah we're kind of going all over the place on uh metal and stuff and i love it because i actually haven't got to have a good metal conversation with anybody <laughs> on here and I... the fun Go ahead. I could talk metal for days, man. I'll, I'll talk your ear off about this stuff. I'm pretty sure I drive Tim crazy when I start going about metal. I'll just start going <laughs> off and he'll just like kind of just like stare off into space and just like, quote unquote, listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a hip hop guy, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he loves his rap and everything, which believe it or not, so do I. I but said, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a metalhead through and through. Yes. Uh, the thing is, is people don't, when you have the the label metalhead, I don't think they give people enough credit um, when they have that. They think, oh, they only listen to this one yep. style of music and that I, couldn't be further from the truth. They're usually I, the ones who listen to the most broad range of music that there is. Yes, 100%. I, uh, I have always went off about that. I'm like, just because, yes, metal is my favorite music. Uh-huh. It's going to be the main thing you'll ever hear me listening to, but that doesn't mean it's not the only thing I listen to. Right. I listen to so much other stuff out there, except yep. for country. <laughs> I cannot stand country. <laughs> so I grew up in a Southern gospel household. So Same. Uh, oh, you did? Okay. Pretty, so, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a pastor's son um and uh, my grandparents were pastors okay okay um 
so I grew up a lot on, you know, Southern gospel and hearing country, and I have an appreciation for it. I don't like today's country at all. I think it's awful. Uh, I, for, my stepdad nails it on the hat or nails it pretty well. It's a, it's rock and roll with a cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. Very so. much so. Um, I've, I've had a few people on my show that are country music artists and they're country music artists of today. And I found some stuff that they do that I like. Um, Cause one thing I, I, I kind of decided early on, if I'm going to have somebody on my show, I have to have an actual interest in what they're doing um, before I'll have them on. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, my one music, my one form of music that I never really did get into, I would probably say is reggae. I I've tried multiple times. I can't do it. It just yeah, that's not one that really ever clicked for me either. I don't yeah. necessarily like hate it, but like it's just like to me reggae. Once you hear one Bar- Bob Marley song, <laughs> you hear it all. <laughs> Yeah. Really, I mean, all my all sounds pretty much the same. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with you there. Um, it's that same uh, guitar line in there. You know, yep. <laughs> like, do they do anything else other than that? <laughs> uh, they're they're probably too stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're getting really uh, out there and everything on this subject, but um, going back to my list. I have a few more on here. <laughs> okay. Uh, and this is probably my one of my favorites on the list just because of the uniqueness of it. Have you ever heard of a band called Chugaboom? <laughs> I have not. That's a hilarious <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, they have a song called All I Want for Chugness. All I Want for Chugness. Oh, I got to hear this. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it starts out very Mariah Carey-like. And then it just goes straight in, and it it was great. I I laughed the entire time I was listening to it. That's so awesome. uh, you can find it on Spotify. It's a, uh, but it, it's by Chugaboom. They, Chugaboom. Uh, yep. And then my last one, <laughs> I have. <laughs> I don't know where the name comes from. I need to research that because it probably means something, and I have no idea what it means. So, last one I have on my list is Rob Halford, and it's We Three Kings. Oh, okay, yeah. That was that was one I was going to throw at you as well. <laughs> okay. Do you have some other ones on there as well that you were thinking um, of? Yeah, uh two songs by the same band. Okay. That's um what is that song called? I seen uh Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Yep. And The 12 Days of Christmas. Okay. By Twisted Sister. Yes. Okay, Twisted Sister is one of the ones that I think everybody knows Twisted Sister when it comes yeah. to the Christmas music. Uh, yeah, that, that come on, you faithful. Yeah, that that album's kind of funny. I, I I get a good chuckle out of that one whenever I listen to it. It's really, really the only time I listen to it is around Christmas time because like that's about as much Christmas cheer <laughs> I usually get going on. <laughs> you don't do any of the Trans Siberian Orchestra or anything like that. Um, okay, you know I, I will take that back. I do actually like them. I've seen them live actually. Really, and they put on a crazy good show. Yeah, the uh, the league. One of the guitar players is from Exodus. Oh, okay. I I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. So, uh, but uh, yeah, they. I went and seen them actually with my dad, like back in like 2006, I think. And okay. we were like 
sitting we, we kind of had far seats but we had this like platform right in front of us uh-huh. this entire time and all it had was just a little pole sticking up in the middle and it just sat there forever and we're watching the show and everything next thing we know two of the guitar players come down the stairs mm-hmm. on uh each other side and they're coming around and they get right in front of us and they go up on that platform and this roadie comes up and hooks him up to that little pole. And that platform just makes all this noise and just lifts up in the air. And I was like, well, that's the most epic thing I think I've ever seen at a Christmas show. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. <laughs> yeah. Did you know? So, you know who the actor Christopher Lee is, correct? Yes. I did not know that he was a metalhead. Really? Yeah. Like, until I was like going around recently looking, I didn't know they even had a metal album out, let alone a metal Christmas album. I didn't know that either. Yeah, um, he had a whole album for it just for Christmas and uh, respect. But was it pretty good? It wasn't bad, you know. I mean, uh, it it was very heavy metal style because you know he was. Um, more influenced by like your black sabbath and bands like that so it's more that style but it was yeah i really enjoyed what i heard that's cool i mean uh oh um you know johnny depp likes rock and metal and all that too okay and he's got he's got an album out i did not know that yeah he's he's pretty decent guitar player huh I'm going to have to, uh, you said, and that's Johnny Depp, really? Yeah, Johnny Depp. (laughs) It's crazy that, you know, the the people that you would never expect to be um, a metalhead. Um, In fact, I think, is it, I think it's Kelly Clarkson who said that she's a pretty big metalhead, in fact. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think, I think Johnny Depp used metal and guitar playing though to like help him escape away from the crazy lady that he was yes. married to yeah so <laughs> the crazy lady she was yeah, yeah. that's that's putting it nicely but, yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, she's beyond crazy i mean anybody that takes a poop in your bed is is not cool in my books no no not at all <laughs> <laughs> okay so kind of moving back to the uh <laughs> <laughs> the wrestling side of what we were talking about. Um, do you have any goals uh, set? I know you have the goal of wanting to uh, uh, gain some gold in WFC. Do you have any other goals that you have for this year? Um, this coming year, actually. Are, are you talking wrestling or are you just talking in life? Either way, wh- whichever. Either if way. you have goals in, in both, then yeah. Um. Well, you know, the goals in life is just to, you know, like I used to be pretty serious in the gym and I was, I was lifting some good weight. I was basically lifted powerlifting kind of weight, you know, like I was bench pressing over 400 pounds and oh, wow. squatting like over 650 pounds. And I, you know, I, my most accomplished thing I ever did in that section of my life was I overhead military pressed, like, I think it was like 270 pounds. Wow. So, yeah, and I did that for a couple of reps, too. Mm-hmm. So I would like to get back. I don't necessarily have to get back to the powerlifting side, but I would like to get back to lifting and just getting healthier again 
better looking i'd say for the ring mainly it's uh, uh, you know yeah. for health of course but like just to you know look better on camera as well right and uh, uh as far as wrestling goals um i definitely would love to obtain a title at wfc and have a title run that would be um, cool but i would love a chance to go and actually perform on a main stage somewhere that would be nice whether it would be a AEW dark match uh-huh. or you know it could be some dark match on nwa i'm a huge nwa fan yeah so really kind of like if i could just like get get like basically like what i'm saying is like if i could just get one little shot yeah just like somehow get myself that one little opportunity that would yeah. be really nice right on man do you have anything that might be coming up that you're pretty that you're excited about or is there anything coming up in wfc or anything else that maybe you want to talk about or announce there's there's nothing really i think too big happening right now i mean Mm -hmm. other than the fact that like um i am going out of state more so i guess um which is uh i'll be in dyersburg tennessee on uh new year's eve all so right. I'll be wrestling on New Year's Eve, which that's pretty cool. I've always wanted – I like wrestling on, like, cool little holidays like that. I always yeah. find that real cool. And, is- uh, so that's pretty cool. But there's nothing, like, too big coming on other than, like, WFC shows. I kind of treat every WFC show special because it is, in my right. opinion. So yeah, um, I am looking forward to that, and we're going to be out in Wagner again. So – Come on down if you can. You get those uh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try to get that worked out to where I can come because uh I I had a goal set as I wanted to make it out to a WFC show before the end of the year. Uh didn't work out. Um, but I will for sure be there in the next this next year. And I look to be there more than once, you know. Um it is cool though that uh, a lot of you guys are going to uh, Dyersburg and wrestling over there because I know uh, Tim's been doing that as well. Um, in fact, yeah, doesn't he's, he's holding a title for them, isn't he? Yeah, and he won a ten thousand dollar check. Heck yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man got gold and loaded. Jeez, did he did he at least take y'all out on a nice dinner afterwards or anything? No, man, he held it all to himself. <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Is there anything that maybe you would like to say to your fans before I get you off of here? Um, yes. When times get tough, don't give up. Because it only makes it tougher. Keep going. You've got this. You are a warrior awesome i love it man and if people want to follow you how can they do that i am on facebook you can look me up a big metal thrash or just at, uh, at instagram i think i'm at it's thrash now or at big metal thrash you'll have to try both because i can't remember okay um, i do have a tiktok it's currently set to at big man thrash but i'm gonna be changing that soon to at big metal thrash okay so one of those three is always the best. Well, man, it has been awesome talking to you. I've enjoyed talking to you about wrestling and metal, and uh, I'm definitely going to have to have you come back on and we can talk about metal and wrestling some more. Yeah, absolutely, man. I had a blast. 
Yeah. Well, you have a great night and uh, I look forward to seeing you in the future. All right, man. You too. All right. Hey everyone. This is Brian Ferguson. If you're listening to this, then I know you are enjoying the bumps and thumbs podcast in order to continue to run the podcast and get guests on the show. We need support from people like you. Please go to anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N dash Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, the number three, and click on the support button. Once you are there, you'll have options to select from to make a monthly contribution. Your support will help us get on wrestling stars that require financial compensation. Again, that's anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-N dash Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, the number three, and click on the support button. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support and enjoy the podcast. What's up, everybody? This is the showcase, Alex Royal, brand new host of When This Microphone Hits My Mouth, you, well, you get the idea. We're going to be bringing you guys new episodes every single week, keeping the same popular style format that we had on What Can You Offer, my other podcast with John Cross. Be sure to check that one out because every once in a while you might see another special episode and you never know, John might cameo on this one every once in a while. But we're going to bring you unique perspectives on all things Oklahoma wrestling, pop culture, entertainment, podcast, and really, honestly, just anything that pops up. We're just going to have a free-for-all, have conversations, have guests, and have a grand old time. So be sure to check us out every single week. The goal is to have a new episode drop every single Friday. So you, yourself, your friends, and everybody else listening to this right here can check us out. Be sure to check back. In a time of inflation, COVID, monkeypox, and Amber Heard, you need to take a break from it all. Welcome to Love and Murder Podcast. With Love and Murder, you get one hour a week to kick back and listen to stories of relationships gone horribly wrong. Stories with true crime, mystery, suspense, and just a little bit of humor that's never at the expense of the victim. Come on, join host Kai and Shar over at www.murderandlove.com. That's love and murder backwards, murderandlove.com. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Big Man Thrash. He was a lot of fun to talk to. I enjoyed it so much that I'm already talking to him about doing a part two to come back on and talk some more with me. Um, I hope that you guys had as much fun with it as I did. He was a great guest to talk with. And I can't wait to see what happens with him in the future. Um, hopefully we'll get to see that match between him and Jason Jones happen for the prime championship with WFC. So I've got some other guests that are coming up. This is the last episode of 2022. 2022 has been a great year for me. This is when I started the show. I started the show in March of this year, and we even talked about that a little bit. How, uh, you know, when I recorded the first episode, I said how I would like to have some of those wrestlers that I got to see on my show. And since I've done that, I have had almost all of them come and talk with me on here, and I am very proud of that. 
2022 has been a great year, and I can't wait to see what 2023 holds. Next week, I will be having with me Alex Royal. He is another wrestler out of Oklahoma, and he runs a podcast that you've heard me um, play many times on here, um, and it's called When This Microphone Hits My Mouth with Alex Royal. It is a amazing podcast. I listen to it as soon as the new episodes come out, and it is a lot of fun. It's a, a lot like the show we have here, but it's a little bit more in-depth because it's a wrestler talking to another wrestler. And so they have that chemistry to talk about things that maybe you might not hear on this show. So yeah, go over and check out that show as well and come back next week to hear my wonderful conversation that I have with Alex Royal. He was a amazing guest to have on as well, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy that episode. Um... In the month of January, I'm going to have all kinds of people coming on the show. I have a writer that will be on the show. I have uh, another wrestler that's out of Texas. Uh, He's actually wrestled with the Ozark Mountain Wrestling guys. And um, I even have a guy who is a ex-writer for WWE that is scheduled at the end of January. Um, The last I talked to him, he is still good to come on, and I am excited to have him on the show Um, I'm even going to have a marketing guy on the show to kind of give a different aspect of that world to us as well. So I've got some interesting things that are coming up, and I'm very excited for you guys to be able to hear that, and I can't wait to see what the future holds. If you guys want to follow me online, I am all over social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Hive mostly. I do have a TikTok and I have a Snapchat. Um, I don't update those as regularly as I do the other ones, but um, the TikTok and uh, Snapchat and Facebook, they're all the same handle, and that is at I-Y-G-A-D-A-P, which is the acronym for If You Give a Dad a Podcast. Um, Look me up on any of that. You can also find me on Instagram, like I said, and that's Give a Dad a Podcast. And then I'm also on Hive and Twitter, and both of those are dadpodcast11. If you want to, you can also send me an email. My email address is giveadadapodcast at gmail.com. Send me a line. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't. And as you're listening to this episode, I'd like you to go out and rate it, review it, tell me what you think. Um, tell me what you like. Uh, I actually had somebody recently reach out to me and ask about having a certain guest on the show. And I am in the works of trying to get that worked out to where I can have that guest come on. And, uh, I'm very excited to interact with you guys. So, you know, don't be shy. Come say hi. (laughs) I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, RNL designs. They are great. They have been very busy this holiday season And uh, they will be making mugs for me here pretty soon. Um, They will say the hello all you beautiful people, like I say at the beginning of the show on one side, and the other side will have my logo. If you guys are interested in that, I will be having that come out here pretty soon. And RNL's really good at doing some pretty good prices on their stuff. So yeah, stay tuned for that. You can also find my shirts on Shirtcasters. Um, There are two designs that are out there. I will have them linked in my show notes. You can also find the links on my social media pages to those as well. Um, You can use the promo code DADPOD to get 10% off of your purchase there as well. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my network that I am a part of, OIW Podcast Network. 
Those guys have been awesome. They have really brought me in and let me feel like I'm one of them. And uh, I know I'm still the new guy, but they don't make me feel like the new guy. They actually make me feel like I'm a part of the group. And I thank them for that. So I'm going to bring this episode to a close. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I will see you next time. Bye. show come back next week come on guys you know you want to come back might get some laughs this podcast is part of the OIW podcasting network